Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Friday edition of the For the Win podcast. I'm your host, Hamil Traveri. Um, It is late in the day on Friday, but there's big breaking baseball news. Joining me today is Michelle Martinelli, and we're here to talk about the big Shohei Otani signing. Hey, Hamel. I am so excited. This news literally broke, what, an hour and a half, two hours ago? Uh, yeah, it's been it's been a couple of hours and people have had time to digest the news, process their feelings. We've got a lot of fans in Seattle who are mad. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's uh, Shohei Otani, if you hadn't heard, has decided to join Mike Trout and the Los Angeles Angels. Which Michelle just kind of rolled her eyes. <laughs> it's crazy. You have someone who is pro- like arguably the most sought after player in the world at it's, this point. Yes, at this now point. combining with arguably the best player on in the, the planet. world. Yeah, and that is going to that's going to be really interesting. <laughs> yeah, interesting is one word. Awesome is another word, especially if you're an Angels fan. Uh, Otani decided on Friday to sign with the Angels, ending a week-long bidding war for his services. The contract that he signed is for about $2.3 million uh, due to some super weird international player signing rules. And the Angels weren't offering him the most money, but he still decided to sign with them. Which says something about the organization, which is really, I, I think the best joke I saw about that was, you know, all these teams are throwing out an arm and a leg to try and get him and the angels are just like hey meet mike trout this guy's really good at baseball and why wouldn't you want to go to the best possible team this is huge for mike trout yeah it so ted talks about it a lot yes um and ted who we wish was here uh (laughs) we'll we'll get to ted berg in a little bit but (laughs) for those of you that might not know and is ted berg is our mlb correspondent who is on maternity leave at the moment Well, and so Ted talks about it a lot, about how exceptionally talented Mike Trout is, but he doesn't get any kind of attention Mm -hmm. or recognition or necessarily have the same fan base as a lot of other players who are not even close to capable of what Mike Trout is doing. And so with this deal, essentially what it might do, because Otani has such a large spotlight on him now, Mm -hmm. there might be a bigger spotlight on the Angels and therefore a bigger spotlight on Mike Trout, which might actually make people start to appreciate him a fraction of what how Ted appreciates him. True. Ted has has a love for Mike Trout that that cannot be replicated, um, even among Mike Trout's family, I don't think. Uh, (laughs) But there is a... A spotlight effect, right? The spotlight is going to shine very high on Otani, and that is going to encompass the entire organization. He said that he signed with a team that he thought, you know, had the best chance of winning, and that's out in L.A. Um, does anything surprise you about the signing? Um, not necessarily. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, it, it's not surprising. I, I don't think that he. You know, he clearly narrowed it down to West Coast teams. And I, I don't think it's surprising that he stuck with an American League team mm-hmm. either because he was very clear about the fact that he wanted to, he's a stellar pitcher and a stellar hitter. Right. And he made it very clear that he wanted to do both. And um, yeah, he's a phenomenal two way player. And uh, I'm looking at some of his stats that our uh, Jorge Ortiz has put into this USA Today story. And he combines for a 100-mile-per-hour fastball, breaking ball, right-handed pitcher with big power potential as a left-handed hitter. Um, 
what does he say? He was MVP of Japan's Pacific League in 2016 after going 10-4 with a 1.86 ERA while batting 322 with 22 home runs and 1.004 OPS. Right. Like, let's just think about it. Like, I don't know the exact number off the top of my head, but I would not be surprised if the number of pitchers who hit home runs last year, if that number is in double digits, I would be pretty surprised. Yeah, I, don't know it off the top of my head. But the fact that his ERA is so exceptionally low and he drove in 22 home runs. Freaking. Who does that? It's it's crazy. Um, but it's reasons, definitely reasons to be excited uh, about baseball. And uh, I don't know how he will fit into the, the Angels, like, I don't know enough about baseball to really be like, oh, he's a, he's a natural fit for their team. But it does seem that uh, the Angels don't get a lot of attention, right? We That was part of it. And I think sometimes for players coming in, it's better to not have that harsh spotlight. Like, had he decided to go with the Cubs, you can imagine that the media circus would be far more intense. Well, and... And I, I think the Cubs were, like, the only other the other team that he was considering that wasn't on the West Coast, right? The Rangers. The too. Rangers, yeah, too. Yeah, he was okay. looking at the Rangers. Um, but, yeah, he, you know, he was looking at the Mariners and the Giants and obviously the Angels and the Padres. And um, it just, it, it, yeah, the Angels don't get a lot of attention and inexplicably Mike Trout doesn't either. And it didn't help that he was injured for a little bit this season, but it's not just a trend that's, specific Mm -hmm. to this past season so I think that it's really it's a good thing and you know there's no way that Otani put up these kinds of stats and didn't get an enormous amount of attention in Japan it will I assume be intensified when he comes and plays here but it's got to be something that he's used to playing with Mm -hmm. like he's used to playing under that spotlight so perhaps you're used to drowning out extra noise extra criticism extra attention well it's true they call him the Babe Ruth of Japan so (laughs) he's you know he's very well appreciated for his talents in Japan for sure um again Jorge in his uh uh, in his write-up in this breaking news version of this story said that he played with the Hokkaido Nippon Ham Fighters I mean, that's a fantastic name for a baseball team. <laughs> right. So there's that. Yes, there's that. So they must have been very popular. I could get that on a T-shirt. Um, We were talking about Ted earlier. And uh, Ted Berg is on paternity leave. So he is not available to join us. But I'm going to do the next best thing and just read out his tweets because Ted's <laughs> got some thoughts. <laughs> and Ted is good on Twitter. He is. And I want to I want to call attention to Ted's tweet from December 3rd where he was talking about uh, 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 another writer had pointed out that if Otani decided to sign based on fast food options, Ted said that he would go with the Angels because uh, there are so many good places that he could eat fast food there. And I guess he was right. And, and Ted is among an expert on many things. Among them is uh, his, fast food. He, he was very specific in his recent rankings yeah. of fast food chains. And a lot of them were. Well, his two his there. two big loves are Mike Trout and fast food. And they like kind of combined to make the perfect Otani prediction. 
Um, so there is that. Uh, Chad also said, I think honestly, the only way I could possibly be more psyched about Otani would be if he chose the Angels and explained that he did so because of access to fast food and Mike Trout. So we unfortunately don't get Ted on the show, but this is the next best thing. Uh, and the other tweet that he said, my kingdom for a Mike Trout Shohei Otani buddy comedy where they just talk weather and smash baseballs all day. I think that that's exactly what they're going to end up doing. Yeah. I mean, that's when you combine two players like that, you know, um, that, that's exactly what that potential is. Yeah. Um, talking about player reaction, everybody seems very excited for Otani, except Mike Trout, who who tweeted the side eye emoji. <laughs> Which, okay. I think it's just funny. I never know how to interpret the side-eye emoji. Is it like you're... Because people use it in different ways all the time. Is it like you're looking like you're throwing someone a little bit of shade? Is it like an evil eye? Is it like, oh, I'm just watching this, like observing? I think it's all of those. I think in this context, context, I think it particularly just means that Mike Trout now has some competition. Because (laughs) Shohei Otani is so good at baseball. Okay, I like 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 he's like saying, "Damn, now I gotta wash my back," and that may be true. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I'm (laughs) it's very difficult to interpret tweet emojis, but that's my interpretation. Right, Um, I'm not unless it's like super obvious with whatever the context is. I'm not a huge fan of just an emoji tweet (laughs) unless you're doing like 25 emojis and it's like decipher the puzzle. Which is um, fun. Which is fun. Uh, what else you got about Otani? Anything that I missed? Um, I mean, we we wrote a whole bunch of things in reaction to it. Mariners fans are pretty devastated. Yes. Um, and that and with with that basically came. I, I think my favorite reaction tweet on this was just the Seattle Mariners: a legacy of failure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which is so unfortunate. Um. But in reality, when he had narrowed it down to seven teams, it was not going to be any secret that six of them were going to be devastated. Mm-hmm. And clearly, since uh, I think the Rangers had the most money to offer him, and he didn't, he picked the Angels. Money is obviously important, but he's obviously he's going to make a lot of money anyway. And so, when you kind of weigh your options like that, it, it's clearly the Angels had something that these other teams didn't. Yeah, they had Mike Trout. It's fast food or Mike Trout or something Both. in between or, you know, all the above. Right. I, I don't know. But um, so his agent says in a statement, uh, the past few weeks also demonstrated Shohei's incredible thoughtfulness, attention to detail and determination to make an informed decision. And he says that what mattered to him most wasn't market size, time zone, or league, but that he felt a true bond with the Angels. He sees this as the best environment to develop and to reach the next level and attain his career career goals. More than ever, I believe this is not a special talent, but a man of special character. I mean, I think the big takeaway is that the consideration wasn't just financial. Yeah. Yeah. It it was definitely more about overall... uh, uh, like you said, it wasn't about market size. It was more about the feel of the team, the the players on the team, because he knows that he can make that money up in a lot of different places. Right. And at the end of the day, when you're getting offered, you know, comparable amounts of money, because, I, you know, I don't fully understand it, but the deal with international free agents is that mm-hmm. teams were only allowed to use the money they had left over in their salary cap. Right. And so... When you when you look at that, it's it's not like one team had... You know, 
right. $25 million left over in their salary cap. Like these are all comparable amounts of money. Right. And so when it's a million here and there. Right. So yeah. when you're here in that situation, you, you obviously look for other things. Right. And, and you know, chemistry. Do you, do you just generally get along with the people? Like mm-hmm. you're going to have to work with these people. Yeah. And, and you have so, to shower with these people. <laughs> that too. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, well, and I think that's kind of respectable for a 23-year-old professional athlete. Like, you're still very young at that point. You don't have yeah. a lot of life experience in making major decisions, life decisions in this. Right. And so I think that's sort of admirable to say, yeah, I'm not just going to the highest bidder. I'm going for the complete package. I've got one last surprise question for you. Oh, no. It's a good one. I hope so. That's a good one. So before we wrap up, I have a random question for you that is not baseball related. It's just something happening on the internet today that I think is lovely and thoughtful. Um, You're aware of Anil Dash. He's like a tech entrepreneur guy or something like that. I know the name. But But, well, there's a tweet that's like circulating where he's asked, uh, who is a person not counting family that opened doors for you in your career when they didn't have to? Who's that person for you? Who opened doors? That's an interesting question. I'm just curious uh, because we're in an industry that uh, is rare for women to be in. Yeah. Why don't you go first? <laughs> wow, that's I tough. I didn't realize. Think about it. No it's one n- pops into your head. It's you- not any one person. I would say a lot of different people have influenced me. So it's not about influencing you. Who is a person that help. opened doors for you in your career when they didn't have to? So for me, it's Tim Gardner, who was the first person that I sent my resume to at USA Today Sports, who was the online um, digital director and kind of took a chance on even talking to me, even though nothing in my resume suggested that he should even pick up the phone. And uh, I just very was very persistent in my emails. And then he finally (laughs) talked to me and uh, like one conversation led to another. And then he finally agreed to interview me in person. And then I eventually won him over and got a job. But shout out to my man, Tim, for for being uh, for putting up with that. Can't believe that this answer is not more obvious to me to start off with. It's Nina. (laughs) 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 I am so sorry (laughs) that it took me so long to think about that. Um, I still haven't been at FTW for more than a year. It'll be a year in February. Oh, okay. Nina called me out of the blue. I didn't apply for a job I I had interned here and she sort of knew me and knew that I graduated from Northwestern but that was about it and um you know and she wanted me to mostly cover NASCAR too that was a big chance to take on somebody who wasn't a dedicated NASCAR fan (laughs) coming into this job I love it. All right. Well, special Friday afternoon shout out to the folks that are out there advocating for people that uh, have some talent, but not a lot of opportunity. Um, And thank you guys very much for hanging out with us and listening to us talk about sports. And we will see you next week.